Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's your boy Mayhem Mike. I'm hosting. Tony, Tony, Tone is not here. We couldn't get him. Tony from the hall made it. He's been fired. I'm the host. To my left, Sebastian, <laughs> a.k.a. I got a story to tell you in a monologue of an introduction. To my right, Law, will you see this man? He's on the run. Directly across, Tony. Tony, what's up? What's going on, bro? All How right, cool. Tony, I ever tell you you look like a bartender and a jockey. <laughs> Tony looks like the doorman, but there's no door. You can't get in. You can't no. <laughs> So what sparked this episode, I have to say, is the first episode of Watchmen. She kept, you know, I've been, I've been giving, I've been giving you guys so much shit for not watching. It's like, you know, who watches the Watchmen? Tone apparently watches the Watchmen, <laughs> and no one else in this podcast. <laughs> and uh, apparently, Mayhem Mike is the only one on this table, aside from myself, who's seen the uh, the first five episodes of Watchmen. Yeah. The two gentlemen on my left and right have only seen episode one, and okay. we're gonna we're gonna have a discourse on race after episode one. Okay, if we're gonna talk Watchmen. First of all, the movie and this show are connected. They haven't said fully how, but it's in the same universe at least. And then technically, it still can it could be like neighboring universes, depending. Depending, it depends on what they do with it. I'm gonna go into that later, only because I don't want to ruin anything for you guys. Um, Go for it. Oh, you know what I'm talking we're, about. We're, we're, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's it, yeah, no, well, no spoilers. No, we're not yeah. doing anything like oh, that. Oh, we're not doing spoilers? I mean, well, we can do spoilers. We can do... This isn't a Tony Stark die level of spoilers. <laughs> no, <laughs> but with uh, the continu- continuity for the show, so it's pretty much taking place... It's it's a complete uh, sequel to the comic. Uh, the, we, the movie is pretty much an adaptation of the comic, aside from the ending of the movie, where it's not a giant squid. It's a, it's a bomb all over the world, as opposed to a giant squid in the middle of New York. Bring back the squid. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the squid. It's all the so the comic the and the movie were almost one one one. Like, really the wanna... the comic and the movie because I give Zach give Zack Snyder credit and the fact that he will take every piece of source material in the book and throw it on the screen no matter how long it is and he did it with Watchmen right. The only thing is he didn't do the thing with the squid because it would have been a bit much. Oh, that would have been wow. a bit. It would have been a bit much. <laughs> that. Cool. I mean, after reading Watchmen, I was like, how the fuck are they going to put this squid on the screen? <laughs> okay. I, I did think that. So then they, they did the bomb thing, uh, which goes across all the worlds. And then if you notice, the name of the bomb, the acronym is Squid. <laughs> okay. okay. So Now, yeah. what I want to touch upon is like the controversy that this episode started, which was with the first few minutes. And it's not so much to me a controversy as the fact that they actually used actual history events to really start this show. Yes. A lot of people complain about that, but it was like, no, this it, actually it, happened. It looks like it sets the tone for no, the entire the series. But well, I, like, I didn't hear. I mean, I personally didn't. I didn't read any complaints. It was well, not complaints against the show. It was complaints on the fact that our education system failed in teaching <laughs> us some this, of these yes. events. You know, because. You know, we, we, I think I had True. mentioned in an episode uh, before, you know, the show starts off with uh, the bombing of Black Wall Street. And I, I, you know, unfortunately, I can I'll admit I didn't, you know, know much well, about they never, that. They never taught um, in school. Because I didn't learn it in school, unfortunately. And it just, I think a lot of people were reflecting that we're learning about this in a show when oh. we should have been learning about this somewhere else. We should have been learning about this in, in school, you know, and it just kind of. There's just snowball effect of systematic racism in, in the United States that's just like, 
you don't hear about it. You don't read about it. You can read, you know, you read Taihasi Coates and like there's some real deep shit that he's written that's really good. But, you know, it's not mainstream, like uh, mainstream education. When this, when the first episode premiered, HBO, first of all, changed their name to a Regina's, uh, Regina Only Fan Club account, which I thought was dope. And then the second day after it premiered, Regina, on her own Twitter, posted about the massacre. Because she was yeah. like, I'm so surprised nobody knew about this. I knew about it. What I didn't know was that they were actually bombing people, uh, bombing black people from the airplanes. I thought they had like bombs they set off or threw bombs in the. No, they somehow acquired these farm cropping bipedal planes and was dropping bombs. And it was serious because it was like I had to learn all over again. Well, not really, but you know, freshen up on these things. And I was like, wow. Um, the first. 20 minutes of this show, I was at work and I was just like, I was like, wow, pause. How can I help you? Wow. Like I was just like, like, I was just, I was blown away. I was having reactions to the show at work. Luckily it was a slow day because this is a great show. Ironically, you know, I'm not going to get on Zach right now because I was going to say Zach did what he what he should have done for Watchmen, but he didn't do it for Batman versus Superman. But whatever, we, we're I'm not, not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. Bastard. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, he look, did 300 really well too. Yeah, d- d- look, I know we're I know we're going to get out this. It's I think direct comic book, right. comic book to screen. I think he's fantastic. Right, he's I a agree. visionary. But Batman versus Superman. No, has a direct no, 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 no. But he didn't follow that. I don't there's, know. There's no, a, he did it. There's eleven That's sources. Where I was going with my comic just now, but okay. There was like eleven you sources. Had one job, Zach. It was yeah, it was a shit ton of sources. It was like he was. It was like a, a fan orgasm because he just wanted to fit everything in there, which cool. But like my man again. But um, back to your back, back to your yeah. This is a really great series so far. I'm all caught up. Caught up. Oh my god. Oh well, my I, god. I, I know the series does a lot of great stuff, but going back to the Black Wall Street thing. Um, because I remember reading comments from people going like, oh, well, you know, I just want to watch this stuff so mm-hmm. I can get away from it. Do you think that it was a good choice that they did not shy away from that and that they went with First that? of all, I want to talk about the advertising for this. Maybe yeah. one point. The reason why I want to talk about advertising for this is because I remember watching the ads for this and I was like, eh, this is going to be okay. Like, it didn't do it any justice whatsoever. No, I didn't no, know what the, the fuck was going on. Yeah. My int- the only thing I <laughs> no knew one, about no one knew. was that the police covered their face for a reason. And then, like, something was happening. That yeah. was it. And the Rorschach masks. That's right. It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But that's then, all they gave you. That's it's, all they gave it, us. It didn't give me enough to, like, warrant interest for me. Same. Uh, yeah. Hashtag same. Then the episode drops into, like, this is my Game of Thrones. Season one to seven. This is my Game of You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is my Game like, Season one to four. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let me fix that for you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But you anyway, know, it's just like just, wait, wait, just just to speed you up. You know how you feel about Batman versus Superman? Yes, Tom feels about that about um, Game of Thrones right now. Really, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, don't want to. Let's not do respect. It. Let's not do it here. I this respect. is about Watchmen. <laughs> this is about you know how race is we're, played we're, a we're a few weeks, in comics. We're a few weeks. Um, you wow, know, the way he just from, handled that situation, it's deep. Ooh. Let's do it. Let's it's, just let's it's, let's it's stay deep. on point. Well, it's like it's like this. Like I. Because it's like there was a comment that someone had um, mm-hmm. put out there that was like, oh, you know, they never ever tackle race in comics. I was like, bullshit. What? Because I thought about both Professor X huh. and Magneto, where you look at it, Stan Lee based Professor X on Dr. Martin Luther King and Magneto on Malcolm X. Yep, yep. He used the whole thing with mutants and all that to talk about race. Yeah. 
Because, again, mutants were facing prejudice against humans. So what was going on at the time? And that, and that was Stan Lee's way of really telling people this story. I mean, but to answer your question, though, saying, like, oh, people watching Watchmen, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to see this in my face. I'm like, then, you, then you're not, you're not paying attention because then you clearly weren't a fan of the source material, which used the influence of the time of the Cold War. Right. Like that whole mm-hmm. that whole thing, the end of the story with Veidt doing what he did was to prevent the Cold War, was to prevent nu- nuclear holocaust. So it was it's a it was a comic of the time and how I described the the show was that it's a show of the time doing that Watchmen thing where it's taking a real big mo- event. moment event and mm-hmm. something we're living with today and like flipping it on its head. It's it's to me it's like it's it's a really ugly part of history that people when they see the ugliness that is the history in the United States, they turn around and like, oh, that didn't happen. Like, no, it happened. Forget it that it's there. ugly. Forget no, it's, I, I, it, no, no, I'm no, saying it's I'm there, and it for, should be staring then, people in the face. I agree. But what I really wanted to add on to that, I'm, I'm not trying to well, stop no. you from talking, it's just that it's current. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's current. Like Most people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to accept this, or I don't see color. Well, you know, it's like, well, why do I have to be colorist for you to, to address me or to address a situation? Let's address it. This talks about racism in a sense. Like, where things happen, I'm not going to talk about it, but like things happen in an episode. I'm like, oh, she can do that here? Like, there's no kind of like tension. And it's like, wow. Yeah. The whole... The, the the whole the way they handle the police in itself is great. Yeah. I can't go into too much once again. I'm gonna try to find a way, but it's also relative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very relative, and sometimes we need shows like this consistently to show us that like we can go back to X Men the animated series and. Um, one of my favorite YouTubers, he doesn't sponsor us. We don't sponsor. I'm not gonna say his name, so there's no con. But like he talked about which one was better. X-Men, the, the animated series, or Batman the animated series, right? Obviously, Batman the animated series won because it was more thought out. Steven Spielberg went one anime. Okay, which is fine. But he's like, X-Men talked a lot about a lot of real stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and I get it, too. It kind of fills it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it was maybe like five seasons. Like, toward season three, it was like, all right, whatever. But, like, the first episode, you dealt with racism, prejudice, Mutants were dying trying to get freedom. Remember, Morph got clapped in the first episode. <laughs> Morph was never, and then then they, he comes they back. Did it, they did it in Static Shock, right? When yeah. they had to explain, when uh, Static had to explain to his boy Richie, like, "Yo, you don't get it. Right, like, you're not black. Right, so you're you you have no idea, like, what it is to be me. Right. They did that kind of like with um, Green Lantern, and I think the WB Superman. Or some series, I can't remember, but they did that as well. Right. They, you know, See, and we and, and and I love the fact that these shows never ever strayed away that they gave it to it and it was in your face because it's like, no, these are actual things that happen. This is what's happening to a culture of people um, that um, pretty much, you know, they, they, they're getting their opportunities to take away their it, history. Yeah. It's like, you know, when people like I do a show, I see someone wearing um, a MAGA hat. I'm like, do you really know the history of your country? Right. Do you really know what, it, like, what, 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 what would be making this country great again? Yeah. This is what, like, Every person, and I'm sorry I'm getting deep, but every person, um, every nationality that has come through, and I'm going to even lump in Irish, Italians, Mm -hmm. everyone who's come through who's been an immigrant in this country, um, African-Americans, Puerto Ricans, have all gone through shit in this country. And to this very day, we still do. Comics, for me, was always this outlet that 
they never ever shied away from talking about the stuff. Right. Like if you look at it, let's talk about it, um the history of it. Like again, like we we are giving the comparison with Stanley and all that. Comics touch stuff like Spawn touched up on when it originally came out, homelessness. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Spawn. That was a big thing in it. You had um Green um Green Arrow dealt with drugs. Yep. Where Speedy was a drug addict. Yeah. Yep. So it's like now that we're getting comics and all that onto the big screen and they're actually taking the stuff and um making like you know taking it for the stories that they were on paper and putting it on there i'm like i you know seeing that there the first 20 minutes i'm kind of glad that they did that because this brought attention to people that who probably to this day who still didn't know that event mm-hmm. I, and i like that and i appreciate that um there are different lifestyles that are being portrayed or different um nationalities being portrayed in comics and that's one consistent thing like i don't know if you guys remember the hulk yeah. was asian at one point i believe he was chinese i want to say mm-hmm. and i believe he was also gay and i was like yo support that man yeah. you know what i'm saying uh we all know when spider-man turned black and puerto rican if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. african-american and puerto rican that was dope um into the spider-verse is coming out i can't wait well it's really spider-verse what, 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 that's what got your son and tony into spider yes yeah. miles miles, did it. miles morales <laughs> yes, like correct. not for nothing i was a huge like and it was successful like I had, I had heard about miles like early on yeah and everyone was like oh you should get into it and i just wasn't really like trying to hop on the bandwagon more or less yeah and then watching the Spider-Verse movie, I was like, shit, I'm so Miles. Like, yeah. I'm the black and Puerto Rican kid. Like, I saw so much of myself in him. And shout out to Brian Michael Bendis, because that's one of the products from Bendis mm-hmm. right there. When he was at Marvel, he carried, he did a lot of great stuff for Marvel in his run. And Miles was one of those um, contributions. And I think he, to this day, it's like, I remember they were doing the storylines. They were killing off the Ultimate Universe, because he was originally the Ultimate Spider-Man at one point, mm-hmm. replacing Peter Parker mm-hmm. in that universe. Yep. But because it's popularity, like, no, we got to keep this character. He's going mainstream. And to this day, like, come on. The animated movie won awards and everything. So well. Yeah. So well. But I I do enjoy the fact that, like, especially with with Watchmen, it's setting a tone for what I would imagine goes throughout the entire series. And these two are just and and (laughs) And doesn't shy away from, like, the fact that this is. This is the ride. Either you're going to be with us or you're not going to be with it. So either hop on this bandwagon or not. (laughs) And it's going to... It's not that it's it's very in your face because the first five minutes is in your face. It's letting you know that it's there. This is established. Now let's get the story going. Like this is this is what this is what the bedrock of all of this is. But it's not the entire story, but it definitely is the foundation. Of what like this the story is uh, based on? Yeah. But this really what's really cool about Watchmen is like so you have the Black Wall Street incident, which happened in our world, right? Mm-hmm. But then Watchmen after the you know you have the events of the actual comic. The Watchmen takes a huge pivot shift that is a huge you know con- controversial topic here. The topic of reparations for African Americans who were you know attacked, displaced, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Watchmen goes right into that. You know, they talk about the retrodations. They mm-hmm. hear you hear about it. It's considered a slur or something. That's just the the act that happened. If you have family or who was a victim of the Tulsa riots, you are, are tax exempt for life, and your and your g- generation tax exempt. And that's how they got around 
reparations for everybody if you can trace your genealogy back to a specific event, which we don't have that here. Right. So while that event happened and you have the Seventh Calvary and all this other stuff, African Americans were able to, in some essence of the show, be succeed because they had they had that for them, which is you know a part of the reason why there's you know there's such a displacement in in socioeconomic poverty because you know we kind of everyone else had wealth wealth that was built off the backs of people that came here mm-hmm. you know not wanting to and they don't see a they don't see a dime in that right so it's really interesting that Watchmen does that yeah there was um another show that was supposed to come out where it was like people who were given like African Americans who were given reformations and all that like if they were given their 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 um land and everything and it was going to be about them, like, if like, they built their own city and everything, like, now, present day. And I kind of think Watchmen kind of touches on that. But it was a show, and I think a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I see that and all that. But then, um, was it D&D or someone like that? They wanted to come out with oh, a show on Oh, <coughs> they wanted to do Confederate or something? Yeah. D&D, their next HBO project was going to be... What? Okay, yeah. so you know how you, you know how we have Man in High Castle, right? Yes. Which is alternate universe that the Germans and the Japanese won and they took over the United States. Right. Right? And no one complains about that because the Germans and the Japanese have made a tone for the, the sins that they've done right. and do a whole bunch of shit. The Japanese have contributed a lot. Yes, and, and, and the Germans, Germans gave and, us beer. <laughs> and the and the Germans actually have an agreement yeah. with with um Israel to, to do some sort of reparations, right? Yeah. Like it's an actual thing that happens. Um these guys, D&D, wanted to have a show called Confederate, which was an alternate history where the South won. <laughs> yes. That was the show they And pitched. this is why people need to um, read up on their history, why history you know. class is important. And, like, there are people who believe the South won. There are people who dress up yeah. and pretend that the South won. There are people who dress up and reenact battles, which... <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't... I don't... <laughs> It's like y'all lost. You know what's funny? We're the only country that that has people that celebrate losers. Yeah, participation, participation. <laughs> I mean, come on, we, we we New York support the Knicks for a very, very, very no. long time. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That's a whole nother level, bro. <laughs> so, to be fair, we've had a we had a great history back when we used to watch it on TNT and that black and white TVs. Okay, yeah. we'd made a lot of playoffs. We didn't win, but we made a lot of playoffs. <laughs> Listen, the championship was playing the Bulls. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> we won some, we lost some, but you know, we made it. You. No, listen. All I wanted to say was that um, it's funny how people are like, "Hey, you're you're a dork, you're a nerd, you believe in all this fantasy," and some of them believe that the South won, and that the that the Confederate flag is history. That's just it. it. They're just rocking it. Some of them. That's my. This is, that's my flag. That's <laughs> my culture. <laughs> like, no, it's not. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, when you talk about race in comics, like um, Black Panther, Black, um, when they created that character, he was one of the, f- um, he wasn't one of the first black characters, but he was, um, you know, led the way for it. Um, and then it was just over the years, we finally get the movie. And, um, sure, even, and I think that's why I got mad. Even characters like Icon. Yeah, but like, that's why I got really mad with um, with the, the comments that Scorsese made, saying that, you know, these are like... Um, was it lesser Park movies? Yeah, but it's like look what they did with Black Panther. Oh my! But God. like you said, Icon, Icon what? was part of that whole lineup. If um, it was a whole studio, and it was a st- it was a studio under DC. It was it, Icon, Static Shock, Shock, all those guys. All, um, and 
in comics it's like been confirmed so icon is one of these characters that not many people know of and i actually like did a history of like uh i watched uh, uh a bunch of stuff on him he's not only like as strong but he's stronger than superman and superman was like if you went like full out do you think i would have won like i forgot like the actual like uh back and forth they had and he was like you like he said something like you were holding back weren't you and he kind of just smiled at him right. like after the end of the fight yeah 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 and so, his design and it's one of those things where like not many people yeah not many people know like who he is yeah. don't know his power set don't know like you know that kind of thing but he's a badass like he he's up there with Martian Manhunter, with Superman, with like all these dudes. Or no one really knows about him because he's not Superman. I, we, and I remember we take too, it over to Marvel with Blue Marvel. Yeah, facts. You also yeah. had um, Luke Cage, and I I remember what was it when the Luke Cage show came out? Some people were saying like, "Oh, that show is too black for me." Oh man, and Luke again, Cage was like unapologetically black. Yeah, and it was but it's like it's it yeah, amazing. but it's it, horrible. It was it was a horrible was, series written badly. But it was unapologically Listen, it, Harlem, and it was unapologically it black. Gave, <laughs> it was super Harlem, and I loved it. Like, I yeah. loved every second of that show. But I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. what people were missing out when they were saying that this is too Harlem. Like, listen, this is a fantasy show. It takes place in a comic book world. But they're also teaching you about a culture you're learning about, like, Harlem. All that. Harlem was essentially a black part of new york and then you had spanish harlem mm-hmm. you it's had the micro a, subculture a yeah. yeah and that's all it was is like and that's why it's one of the things i tell people whenever it gets new york and all that is that um you have to experience the cultures that's there mm-hmm. and that's one of the things i feel like is disappearing in new york but it's like you go to areas you experience the cultures that's where you truly see the city but you, know, you go to Little Italy, you got the uh, you experience that. Right. You go to um, where I was raised, Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Where you go where I was raised, I was raised where I was in, in the part of the Bronx where it was like and my friend when he used to come visit. He's like, dude, it's like I feel like I'm in like mini Puerto Rico or something like that. So like I'm I'm gonna take the devil's approach on this and be like, well, you know, New York isn't just <clears throat> culture, right? New York is just like, hey, big buildings, big signs, movies, drinks, all this other stuff. But when you get down to it, people who visit here don't come to 42nd Street. Just to watch a Broadway play. Like, they may, don't get me wrong, come enough times, but they want to experience the culture here. Right. How does the train work? How does the bus work? Where's the popular place to get food? Oh, my God. Everyone loves our food and our pizza and stuff. Right. What about What about dance clubs, right? When I was growing up, before it was the, the garage, it was a big house music thing. You know, house is done right now. So what's the cool place to go now? That's our culture. That's rap. That's hip-hop. That's R&B. Techno. You my know my favorite thing to like ask people when people like like my family come from like other places, they're like, "Yo, we're coming up to visit. Like, what are cool places to see and go do? Whatever the case is." And I'm like, "Do you want like the movie version of New York, like the stuff that you know you're gonna <laughs> see, or do you want my version? Because I'll take you to great great food that you'll never experience again. Yep. I'll take you to spots that you've never seen in your lifetime. I'll take you to the cool art expos. I'll take you. Where do you want to go?" I'll take you to hookah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll take you to <laughs> the spots. Like, I feel like there's such culture that, like, this This is why, like, I appreciate, like, uh, like creators like John, John Leguizamo. He's putting out, like, more content in comics now where he's a part of that culture and he's making sure that it's represented yep. on, like, that platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, like, it's, it's dope to see, like, more creators, like, like us from us like creating stuff that we know we relate to and are creating things that we can just we can just be proud of for me comics was always a gateway 
in a way of understanding all the cultures, all the people and all that. And then we were like, you know what? Let me go out there, meet people and everything. And, and that just spiraled into that. And, you know, that's how you grow. That's really how you grow, understanding other people and cultures and all that. I think if you've been following any one of these guys in their respective channels, you realize that we're very passionate about, like, comics, uh, art, uh, amongst the other things that we feel that represent us. And that's the key word, represent. Representation is present. Because, you know, you have these big stars like Martin Scorsese, Michael Bay, all these guys who are, like, complaining now. These old guys who are complaining, like, you know, that's not how things were when I was done. And it's like, your time is done. It's no longer regulated. Like, right. Michael Bay at one point complained this, about this Netflix. This is not for you anymore. Right. Netflix. I, mean, I mean, shit, we heard the story of uh, a Hollywood executive saying that the movie for Harriet Tubman should be played by Julia Roberts. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, la, la, la. <laughs> well, who was it? Who was it that like, Zoe, uh, Zoe Saldana was going to play? Uh, I forgot. But anyway... Oh, uh, yes. she was supposed to play somebody and everyone like, freaked out and was like, she can't play her. It's not that Zoe can't act, right? Because she can act to an extent. It's the representation of the person. There's a reason what that person is being armed for, for the struggles they go through that Zoe doesn't represent. So it's nothing against Zoe per se. Right. It's just the, rep- the person that she's representing. And once again, Netflix or any other series, HBO, whatever, when they put out series like this, we're looking for representation because you know what? Representation, the people that are being represented are the same ones that going to the movie theaters and paying that money. Now, I've always said personally, the reason why people don't come out to movie theaters anymore is because it's trash and it doesn't make sense. I'm paying $13 for trash. I can go to the hoodrelease.com yep. or bootleg, you know, bootleg city, or I could wait till something I feel represents me comes out. I think representation is key because a lot of people think in order for you to be black, you have to be black. Unless you're trying to sell something, then you can be biracial. You know, um, I don't want to say the incorrect term, but you could be light skinned and like have different hair, you know, and that's just one aspect of it. So when we come back to comics, because we're all about comics right right now, and you actually see somebody who is black, like, I forget in the first episode, did we see her children? We did see her children, right? We did see her children. I'm not going to go into what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see her children, and I'm sure some people are wondering, well, how is that possible? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, to be honest with you, that's an actual thing that can happen. Believe it or not, yeah. two black people, dark skin as hell, you know what I'm saying, can have kids that that are white in a sense or a lacking pigmentation as as dark as they are. Well, that's a that's a thing that happens. I've seen that. I've yeah, seen, I, um, but not many people I, know of that. I'm Look. Puerto Rican. My none of my siblings are the same shade as me. There you go. <laughs> like it just happens all the time. <laughs> it's a genetic pool, man. It happens. <laughs> Science. No, yeah. No, no, no. My my father and his and. And his two sons look you're, nothing like him. Your 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 family is the stereotypical Puerto Rican family that is like you look at him like, dude, how the fuck are you related? They had that picture. Yeah. It was yeah. that picture. Absolutely. Where it's like one Puerto Rican looks white, one Puerto Rican looks the stereotypical Spanish, mm-hmm. one Puerto Rican is black. like the high well, yellow. You and, you and Dave. Yeah. 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 You Absolutely. wouldn't believe that you guys are like, yeah, Dave's my cousin. Like, and the thing is, is that if you come from a big Puerto Rican family, you know it. <laughs> it's just it's just a super normal. You like I I don't even flinch when people are like, "Oh, primo." I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" Like you I could never meet met this person, but if they like, "Yo, primo." I'm like, "Oh, they're probably my cousin on like my mom's side or something you know, like that." There you go. Or, or you know, at this point my dad's side like cuz we're just that big of a family. But I, yeah. I I think it was like really dope to see like what the Watchmen did in this first episode. I'm definitely going to be hooked on like the, the imagery. Oh, the first of all, done on first of all, 
There's so much yellow. It's done on purpose. <laughs> There's so many clock themes done on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. There's just so many There's little so many fucking blues. nuggets. Did, did, yeah. I, did I point that out to you when we yes. were watching it? The smiley face you did with the eggs, and that was a whole nod yep. to the Watchmen. Yes. Yep. That, I was like, I caught it right there. That's it. The scene at the end when the when Judd is hanging and you see the blood drop on top of the um, sheriff's badge. Yeah. Just like the smiley face. Yep. Mm-hmm. When the comedian's killed. There's okay. so much imagery. Forget imagery, right? Because you're gonna we're gonna spend all day about that. I know, I know. So either people want less of the in-your-face race stuff. So like everyone got mad yeah. at Tony Stark naming his new heir to be like uh, Riri Williams. Everyone's like, oh my god, da, da, da. and it's like, listen, you pass the mantle. It's not. It's not a. Oh, it should be his kid. It's a legacy thing. She's one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. Fuck it. Why not? And he's still the AI for the suit. Why are you mad at this? You're still keeping Tony. Right. But everyone threw a hissy fit. Right? But at the same time, those same people who got mad for Riri were probably the same people going, why was Iron Fist casted as a white guy? Why wasn't he Asian? And you're just like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that. But those are the same people who don't know. That was the controversy that Tommy was flipping the table with. (laughs) Right. Like, you don't, A, know the source material. So you're just talking out of your ass at that point. And then, B, sound even more of a racist idiot. Like, you're just like, yo, not every kung fu master is Asian. Like, come on. Mm. Yep. And if. We have Shang-Chi, who we're getting. Right. (laughs) And if you actually pay attention to. Like Danny's story, Danny's story is important. He's supposed to be some rich billionaire well, you, kid with a spoon up his ass. Because gold spoon. If you fucking <laughs> if you fucking fall from that high, literally and figuratively, you're gonna be fucking super humbled. And that's the like that's the crux of his story. Why like why does it have to be anything else? But even like you know even the movies kind of change. Like you know Wong in the comics was for you know Doctor Strange was very like stereotypical, and then they made Wong like. A dope character in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Even taking it back to like Black Panther, look at yeah. what they did with the ca- not only the casting on that, but the story itself. Look at how they treated Killmonger, where right. they were like, You're not one of us. You're from here, but you're not one of us. That's something we see all the time. Yep. Yeah. That's that's not like a that's not like a oh, like they created that story out of thin air. That Little happens bit. amongst our yeah. own people all the time. To this day. If you, what? You're from here, but you don't speak the language? You're not really from you're here. You're not really from here. Yeah. You don't look like me. You, 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 look, here, you, you know? look like an other or less than. Yeah. It happens more you're often not than not. Exactly. And, that's, it, and, that's, and, and it touched up on that, the Great Divide, and how like at the end of the movie, because when he saw that, when Killmonger was like, yeah, this is, this is my home, but it's not my home, and then he ends up killing himself. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you could see that um, Takala felt some type of way. It's like those words resonated with him because at the very end, he went back to Killmonger's old neighborhood where he was left and grew up. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know what? We're going to reach out to people. We're going to reach out to everybody and he's going to start stuff and all that. And I was like, it was a good message because, again, you don't get that from many cultures. It's like, it's like in the Spanish community. Spanish community, there is a great divide when it comes down to like mm-hmm. um, you know Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Mexicans. Mm. Like you may not see it more relevant now, but it was something. It's still something that does oh, exist. That's the there, heads, definitely. And it's it's a, it's a, also a generational thing. And yeah, you, and you see yeah. that in the Watchmen too. I, I believe like everything is generational and everything is situational. So you get a lot of stuff that happens, and like a, a quote that I like I use a lot is, "My mom's concrete jungle is not the same as mine." 
Yep. So what my mother grew up with, never in a million years would I begin to understand and fathom what she went through. But at the same time, she's a different type of woman. Like she's already a retired mom living in my concrete jungle. Like I go through a whole nother like scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think in comics, it's the same thing. Like we're growing up in that kind of age where like the stuff that we grew up with, we grew up with X-Men, like telling us stories about like racism, but go back even further. Captain America was talking about like punching Hitler. Yep. You know what I mean? (laughs) Their product, their byproducts of their times. And it's just going to keep going and going. Raising an eyebrow thinking that it's not going to happen. Yo, you've obviously haven't been paying attention. I think ultimately what's going to happen with our comic book, um, (laughs) <laughs> our comic book culture or just comic culture is that they're going to talk about more stuff and um, we're going to we're going to be more feel more represented and I hope that translates more so to the big screen so that way people definitely accept it more like for instance I'm still waiting for and I just looked it up to see if the date was going to say it for Captain America and, and the, I'm sorry Falcon as Captain America and, and Winter Soldier. Soldier right mm. I can't wait for that series yeah because they, be, they're, they're talking they, about they're it. talking yeah. about like what Mark it's going to be like for him to be like yeah. accepted as the world Captain doesn't America. want it exactly, and that's why they have U.S. agent to add on to what Law was saying. But, like when you have uh, hero mantles passed down in the comic book world, and fans react, it's kind of like the same thing too. Because like in the comic book world, people are like, "We want the old, let's say Captain America, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers. We don't want Cap Falcon." You know what I'm saying? Or One, because he's been, black. It should have well, been it, Bucky, right? Because yeah. now it's now it's a now it's a racist thing. But then also people are familiar with it because you know comic book fans don't like things changing. That's fine. But then they're also highlighting like this is how we are towards but, change. Even if it's for the good from the bad. Not to say that Steve Rogers was bad as Captain America. But, you know, it's just like, boom, you got to you gotta address but, these but things. But that's why I appreciated when Stanley created, like, Spider-Man. He was like, I created him so he could be anybody. Right. The right. fact that he just happened to be a white boy from Queens is, like, a whole, like, incidental kind of thing. Here, which is why when it didn't even, like, get passed on, but eventually it did. When he when it was like, it's your turn. You're, you're, you're the kid now, Miles. Like, you're me. Mm-hmm. I like that, in the comic. that was dope because it was like you can't tell him he's not. You've seen his face, right? All right then. But you know also I mean? getting back with Cap, Marvel many years ago already established that anyone can be Captain America because um, they the had, first the first person like the first Cap wasn't Cap. It wasn't Steve Rogers it wasn't Steve Rogers. it was um, Isaiah Bradley. And the more you know. <laughs> And even after Steve Rogers, there were other people that had the mantle, and it came back to Steve Rogers. And then even then, um, and I think the storyline they're using happened to Steve Rogers, where the United States was like, no, you can't be Captain America anymore. He was going around as Nomad. Mm. Um, and then that's where Walker came in, the U.S. agent and all that. So I think that's what they're bringing to the whole thing now. They kind of teased in the movies that, oh, we're going to do it with Bucky. But then in the comics, Bucky's run was done. But then they passed it to Sam, which it always makes sense because the two people that was always with Cat was Sam and um, was it Bucky? Yeah. No. And it's like those are the only two. And I'm kind of glad that they're really pushing to go with the Sam Wilson route. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe currently right now, my favorite two characters are actually T'Challa, Black Panther and Steve Rogers. 
The reason why is because Steve Rogers represents to me how everybody should feel and think. Sure, he believes everything is black and white and maybe a little hint of gray. We all wish to be that naive. You know, he said people say Bucky and we're but like he oh. had a very like dramatic learning experience. Like he yeah. has like First of the all, the most... Winter Soldier? Yeah. 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 So when people are like, you know, why like, wouldn't you conform? character development? Times a thousand with okay, like with cap. No, you gotta understand. Okay, so episode. Captain America, the first movie I liked, it was okay. I thought it was gonna be trash. It actually turned out to be very good, very well done. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, by far one of the best suits I like from him. One of the best stories because he realized he couldn't trust his his whole government, the whole nation that he was fighting for, and all that good stuff. Then we come and he's like, "Oh, you gotta sign this hero accord," and he's like. Yo, Hydra just took over S.H.I.E.L.D. Why am I giving out this information for free 99? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, we just got them out. I can't trust it. And then you see him go all the way to Endgame, and he's just like, this was the guy that's still fighting for us, but he's jaded. And yeah. I feel like that represents a lot of us. Because he, he's, he's put his back to the wall and, like, fought to protect us, but we've, like, just abandoned him, essentially, like, at points. And it's like, yo... And then complain when he wants to fight for his best right. friend. You know what I mean? He's like, I've done everything. I respect and not, that, and not And not even, like, ask anything in return. Right. You know? And that those are things in comics that I love to see where it's like, yo, this is real shit. Like, you're, you're asking so much from, like, the people who protect you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're asking them not only to protect you, but to do it on your terms. And also, too, it was like this. It's like... As great as Steve Rogers had become as a character, mm-hmm. um, and his arc was finally over, it's like people had to trust in the fact that you know this character has grown so much. He knew who to pick as his replacement. Mm-hmm. He knew that you know what, Sam, you're ready. You're gonna be the one because you're the, because it's like even even like you know they did that whole thing that Bucky already knew. He knew it was gonna be Sam, and it's like he wasn't gonna stop or anything because he's like you know yeah I think you need to go talk to him. and he went. It's like no, it's your shield. Well, yeah, it made sense. Bucky's still healing. I still respect Captain America because when it came down to fighting, he was the first one to fight, no matter mm-hmm. what. Him yeah, and, and him and T'Challa right in the front. Yep. If you looked at a lot of Sam's things, a lot of them, um, you know, the whole thing with um, Falcon, that was kind of his character. Yeah. Even though they didn't show a lot of it in the forefront, like they did T'Challa and Rogers, because Rogers was the man always there. Um, again, he was like, no, it's always going to be Falcon. I don't know if it's because of your heritage and the way you pronounce words. Or <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's just nope. what he does. That's what he does. Because I, I, perfect, I heard it from before. It's, it's trademark. I said it's it perfect. Okay. It's trademark. It's trademark. It's trademark name, it's pronunciations. Yep. You can okay. say T'Challa, 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 T'Challa. He said T'Challa. Who T'Challa? is T'Challa? <laughs> it's T'Challa. <laughs> he can say Who Martin Luther King, but he can't say T'Challa? Like, well, like what uh, Mike was saying, just seeing more inclusion is what I'm really excited for. Knowing that Thor Ragnarok, we're going to have Valkyrie look for a queen yeah. is something that we really needed, especially when we got the first gay character in Endgame when it was just a no name. Right. And, they, and like, you know, so we're getting a real character. And I think that's really exciting for people uh, who identify it, you know, just to have that, just to have that, I think is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, and also with Watchmen, I think. It just—it's a great conversation starter, and it's a great conversation to have because we're seeing things change, we're seeing things flipped. You know, in the first episode, B 
because of what had happened and because of the things that have happened in the past, you know, cops, you see that thing with the cops asking to get their guns back, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not something we have. Um, you have the thing with the masks for protection, so, like, flipping that. The cop is, is African-American, and he's stopping 7th Calvary, who's white. So there's just just a lot of stuff happening where it's, mm-hmm. like, having conversations like these with your friends and being comfortable to talk about it, I think, is what's great about this this medium that we all love and share and cherish. And I just, I can't wait to see it more as we progress into the future. Amen. Christ, the with no door. Yo, facts, <laughs> man, facts. Hashtag Tony's Blazer. Mike, where can we find you, brother? All right, it's your boy Mayhem Mike. You can find me on the last stop on L, my great podcast. Uh, you Anywhere you find podcasts, our geeks the same. You can also find go on to geeks anchor platforms Unlimited. very soon. Huh? Right? All going to anchor platforms. Oh yes, yes, Ooh. yes. The anchor platform is going to join the anchor wave. Uh, geeks Unlimited as well. Definitely follow me there. And if all else fails, reach me through Sebastian. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors and beyond. Please use code Get Nerdy with it at nbeyond.com to get ten percent off of all merchandise and services. And if you happen to be attending Embeyond Con. 2020 at Hofstra University, August 22nd. Use code Get Nerdy with it. Get 10% off tickets and artist tables. You can find us on Instagram at the Nerds of the Round, on Twitter at the Nerds O T R, and on Facebook, our Facebook page, the Nerds of the Round. As I always say, come on down, like our stuff, retweet it, reshare it, love it, talk to us. I know this was a touchy subject for some and a subject that needs to be talked out. By it, most of this, us. I think this is cathartic for you all, know, by, all of us. By most of us, we all believe that this shit should be talked about. Absolutely. <laughs> um, join in the conversation. Let us know your thoughts. And we just want to hear from everybody. Let us know how you say T'Challa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on another very, very dope episode of The Nerds Around. I'm your host, Law. Your boy, Tone, from across the hall. Sebastian. Man, Mike the Wakandan. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Later. Peace. Peace. Peace.